Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's Friday Coffee Talks number 46. We're rocking the Armchair Expert mug today. Mm, this is that uh, espresso I got last week from Chin Chin Coffee Roasters in Buford. It is delicious. Can't say enough good things about it. Uh, I do need to start today's episode on a sad note, uh, and that is to acknowledge uh, the massive loss that we've had today. I woke up to the news that uh, Demarius Thomas had passed away. Um, Bebe and I, as, as we called him at Tech, overlapped for one year. Uh, my first year with the football team when I worked there as an equipment manager uh, was his last year. It was 2009 when we when we won the ACC, and I, I it it hits hard. Um, I can't say enough good things about Bebe as a person. Um, he just was was that person that would just kind of light up every room he was in, a very infectious smile. And in fact, two of my most defining memories of working for the team at Tech involve him. Uh, so the first one being uh, that year at the Orange Bowl, we won the ACC. We went to Miami at the Orange Bowl. Um, it was my first bowl game, so I was still kind of like just wide-eyed, like trying to figure out what was going on. Uh, but there was one day we're down in Miami, we're hanging on the beach. Me and the managers are, you know, throwing the football around, just hanging out on the beach. And I remember looking out and seeing Bebe standing there in the water. He's putting a life jacket on, about to go jet skiing. You know, everybody's just having a good time and stood around him in the water. There's like three or four sports agents in suits with ties on that had their pants rolled up to their knees and had waded out in the water and were trying to talk to Bebe and uh, I guess get him to sign with their agency when he went to the draft in a few months. Uh, Just a ridiculous sight. (laughs) It still makes me giggle. Um, And then the other one was earlier that year, we played Clemson at home and we had a trick play, a fake field goal that we'd been running all week. Uh, I don't know what the coaches saw, but they knew that it was going to be something they could exploit. And so we had this play that all of us were prepared for. We'd run it thousands of times in practice, probably. Uh, but the play involved a little trickery with substitution. It's actually illegal now after uh, after we did it. But um, the field goal unit was being brought on. The The team was coming off. And what happened was Bebe stayed on the sidelines. He actually never left the field. So he got caught up in the shuffle. Um, he checked in as eligible with the receiver or with the, with the receiver, with the referee. And, uh, and we all knew he was there, but Clemson had no idea. So I'm sitting there. My job at the time was a ball boy. So I stood, I'm standing on the line of scrimmage, like right next to him. I'm doing anything I can not, not to look at him, like not to draw any attention. I'm like, no, please. Like, I don't want to be the one to screw this up. Cause I knew it was coming. Um, and, and of course it worked perfectly. As soon as we snapped the ball, Scott Blair, our kicker at the time, just threw a dime and baby walked into the end zone. Um, it was a beautiful play. One of my favorites. And you can actually, if you go on YouTube, you can still see the play. Um, as soon as the ball snapped, you can see me get up and start running to the end zone celebrating. Cause I knew what was going to happen. Nobody was even around him. It was, it was a guaranteed touchdown and we won the game. We beat Clemson at home. Um, so Again, I can't say enough great things about Demarius Thomas. Stand-up guy, just super nice, super genuine. Um, the biggest thing that I took away from him was that, you know, he had no idea who I was. He probably knew my face at the time because I was around the team so much, but he didn't know my name. I didn't matter to him. I was totally irrelevant, and he still treated me like one of his friends. He'd give me hugs when we were all celebrating in the locker room, and um, just a, a super, super nice guy. Um, so I can't say enough about him. And uh, just rest in peace, baby. The world's going to miss you big time uh, for sure. So um, let's change gears a little bit. Um, we're going to go to something a little more happy. And that is from myself, 
very happy it's Waffle House. Um, those of you who know me know that I'm a Waffle House connoisseur, um, obsessor. I love Waffle House. Without infringing on my actual religion, Waffle House is as close as you can get to religion for me. Um, and it's, I'm not the only one, you know, it's a Southern institution. Now, those of you who aren't in the South, you don't know. And I'm, let me just stop you right here. Waffle House is not like Denny's. It's not like IHOP. If you've never been to Waffle House, you don't know what it is. And I, that's fine. I will teach you. Come to Atlanta. I'll take you to Waffle House. I'll indoctrinate you into the the uh, the ways, the language, the customs, the traditions of Waffle House. I will teach you. I'm pretty good at it. I've been there quite a bit. In fact, I've probably without thinking about it, I have been to Waffle House more than any restaurant ever in my life. Um, we go a lot. It's the place where you know after high school football games, it's the parking lot is just full because all the uh, high school football fans and students go. It's where grown men go to celebrate at three in the morning when their uh, baseball team wins the World Series. Like me, I was the only one there, but I enjoyed that all-star special with my pearls on. It's where men take their daughters on dates. I take Fallon. We go just about every Friday morning. We didn't go this morning, but um, we go on Waffle House dates a lot. And it's where high schoolers in the middle of the night during the summer, mom and dad, if you're watching, just go ahead and earmuffs this. It's where groups of idiot teenagers sneak out of their house to go in the middle of the night four or five nights a week like we did. Um, so yeah, that was, I was, you know, honestly, it probably kept me out of trouble. Um, I wasn't that kid sneaking out of my house to go get drunk or, you know, find girls. Uh, me and Oliver were going to Waffle House and uh, me and Oliver and Evan and, and Tony, the waitress there, she knew us and we were there so much. We would walk in and <laughs> every time we went, we would tell her it was our birthday. So she would give us free pie. So any Waffle House executives that are watching this, um, I'm sorry for all the free pie that we took from you. Um, but yeah, we'd walk in and Tony would say, hey guys, happy birthday. Go ahead and grab a seat. I'll get your orders going. And uh, that was the kind of place that it was. But the thing that you need to know about Waffle House is that because it is a unique institution, there are things about it that are different than most restaurants that you go to. Sure. It's not going to be a Michelin star restaurant. But is it going to be really, really good, greasy diner food that is going to soak up the alcohol in your belly at 3 a.m. and just make you feel good about everything? Yes, that is exactly what it is. Um, I talked about Anthony Bourdain a, a few weeks ago. There is a clip of him eating at a Waffle House um, on YouTube that you definitely need to try because he just nails it on the head. It's it's a unique experience, and that's not that's what it is. It's not you're not going there to uh, be wowed by the amazing culinary arts of the grill operator. They are fantastically skilled at what they do, but they're making breakfast food. They're making diner food and it's really good, but it's not going to like, you're not going for the food. You're going for the experience. So long story short, I was at, uh, I took Fallon to a dinner date at Waffle House a few weeks ago. And there were people sitting at the table next to us who had never been, they were not from the South and you could tell it became blatantly obvious very quickly and they made three strikes and had me going, what, what, who are these people? So I'm going to take you through them. I'm going to kind of coach you through a little bit now and, uh, and we can go over that. So the first one, and probably the most obvious, they sat down and they said, can I have a Pepsi? Oh wait, you do Coke here. I guess that'll do. No, what? No, no. That's like slapping your grandmother in the face. We're in Atlanta. We drink Coke. <laughs> 
You say, I want a Coke. Then they say, what kind? And then you tell them Sprite, Dr. Pepper, whatever. It's Coke. It's not Pepsi. It's not Pop. It's definitely not Pepsi. Come on. Then they sat down. Then they started ordering. And they said, I want eggs and bacon and home fries. We don't do home fries around here. Maybe maybe some of the like family diners do. But Waffle House is famous for their hash browns. It's hash browns, guys. They put them on the griddle. They have the series of toppings. It's hash browns, not home fries. And then strike three is the biggest one. I can't really fault you if you've never been to a Waffle House because you don't know. But there is a language. There is a separate way to order your hash browns. They have a whole list of toppings that you can get on them. And it's you don't ask for the toppings. So the people behind me, as an example, they sat down and they said, I want my hash browns with cheese and onions. No. I order my hash browns with cheese and onions, but that's not how you order it. When you're at Waffle House, if you want hash browns with cheese and onions, you say, I want my hash browns scattered, smothered, and covered. And that's how you get what you want. So each topping has its own word. Um, If you want mushrooms, you say capped. If you want jalapenos, you say peppered. If you want gravy on them, you say country. There are words to represent the different toppings that you want. And don't sleep on the Burt's chili. Um, It's fantastic on hash browns. So if you're around me and you're ordering your hash browns by the topping name, if you say, I want them with cheese and onions, just know I'm going to judge you. I'm going to judge you from my booth. I won't say anything. I'll sip my coffee quietly, but I'm judging you. So if you've never been to a Waffle House, you've got to go. you got to check it out. It's an experience you don't want to miss. I'd be happy to take you and be your Waffle House tour guide. We'll get you the paper hat. Um, we'll sit at the bar. It'll be a fantastic experience. Um, so get some hash browns. Get them sm- scattered, smothered, and covered. Get a waffle. Get an all-star. Ooh, chocolate chips. Put chocolate chips in the waffle. Whatever you want to do. Enjoy a cup of coffee. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week.